Okay, well, listen, we're going to make a start. We're going to uh, just uh, come to the place of prayer as we get ready uh, in his presence. We've got Kenny Russell joining us in Texas. It's not me, it's another Kenny Russell. Welcome, brother. Hope you're doing well today. And your family is blessed. Amen. Thank you, Father. All right, let's just take a moment uh, and pray. Um, because we just want to have the Holy Spirit at the center of what we do today. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your word. I thank you for sending your Son to set us free and to open our eyes to see the truth. We just come before you right now, and I pray, Father, that you will minister to every single one of us, that there'll be something in what we share tonight that will just uh, be an important word into every heart that is listening right now. We pray also for those who are watching on podcasts later and for those who will watch the feeds later on. Father, we just ask that you will build your assembly. Will you build us up as living stones to make a difference in your kingdom for such a time as this? We confess that we need you. We don't want to go through life on our own because we can't overcome the obstacles that are before us without you. And Father, we need insight from the scriptures. We need insight from the word. And we ask, Father, that you will speak your words of truth directly into our hearts and bring transformation to our lives. Father, we want to be pillars of righteousness. Father, we want to shine the light of Messiah to this generation. We speak to the darkness. Go in Yeshua's name. We shine the light of Yehovah over uh, the way forward. We thank you that the word is a lamp to our feet. Father, you will guide our steps. And we pray, Father, that you align our perspective so that we are lined up in accordance with the kingdom. Father, that we will not be entangled in sin and most importantly, we speak to unbelief and we say, Go in Yeshua's name. We will be those who are faithful and true, who believe the word of Yehovah. And we thank you for testimonies of breakthrough. We thank you for supernatural transformation that you have called us to walk by faith and not by sight. And we just release the testimonies of Yehovah over our lives. We don't want to be the same, Father. We want to be filled with your Spirit. We want to be empowered to do the works that Yeshua did. What did Yeshua say? He said that we will do what he has been doing and greater things than these because he goes to the Father. Father, we thank you that Yeshua is our mediator. He stands mediating on our behalf. We thank you that we have the mind of Messiah. We are not going to be broken. We are not going to be uh, depressed. We're not going to be downcast. We're not going to be discouraged because we're going to speak forth the word of Yehovah and when we speak forth the word of Yehovah, we are proclaiming life. And we release life more abundantly over every one of us. It doesn't matter what the doctors are telling you. We proclaim life because the word says, by his stripes we are healed. I thank you, Yeshua, that you walked the earth and you brought forth healing and deliverance. And Father, that you said that we are to go and make disciples of the nations. We're to cast out devils and heal the sick. That you are a God who restores. And we proclaim that this is a day of supernatural restoration. We are not going to sit back and settle on yesterday's anointing. We are not going to sit back and, and settle that we can't break through in the Spirit. We are not going to sit back and settle that we don't know the voice of the Holy Spirit. We're not going to sit back and settle that we don't have the gifts and they're not functioning in our lives. Why? Because we proclaim that the gifts of God are good and if we will inquire of him if we will ask him he will give us the gifts that we need to be successful or not successful significant we need to go beyond success to significance and father we ask for us to to be significant to make a difference in this generation we're not coming to the table today for ourselves we're not coming just to partake 
for ourselves, but we come before you, Father, that you will give us food that this world knows nothing of, that, that we will see uh, the living water of the Spirit washing over our lives, raising us, up, raising us up for such a time as this to bring deliverance to this generation. We release the boldness of Yehovah over our lives. I proclaim the boldness of God. Receive His boldness today. Don't settle for anything else. It is time for a mighty outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh upon our lives. We thank you for Pentecost, for Shavuot, for, for that time of the mikvah, of the Holy Spirit and of fire. But even today, we can still receive the mikvah, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. And we call on you, Father, that you will uh, engulf us with your glory, that you will equip us to make a difference in this generation. Father, will, will you move us to intercede and pray for the brokenhearted? Will you move us to open our eyes to the needs of those around us? Forgive us when we live in our little world. Forgive us when we walk down boxed in to our own selfish desires and our own selfish missions. And Father, we want to be about your business. We want to be your servant. We want to proclaim your word. We want to proclaim your truth. We want to see your victory. We proclaim, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We release the kingdom authority in our lives, through our lives, and in our communities, and in our nations. We come against unrest. We come against evil uh, intent to destroy the, the world. We come against uh, corrupt governments. We come against, uh, you know, satanic systems to control the people. And we ask you, Father, to give us freedom in the Spirit and give us the ability to shun evil, but not just to shun evil in our own lives, so that we will be overcomers so that we can see our communities overcoming. We come against drug abuse right now and we speak supernatural deliverance. We come against alcohol abuse. We say be free right now in Yeshua's name. We speak to that addiction. Go in Yeshua's name. We break it off your life right now. Smoking. Be delivered from the addiction of nicotine right now in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. We just speak supernatural release and transformation in the Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Maybe we're just having a prayer meeting tonight. It's time to proclaim. It's time to release the word of Yehovah over our lives. Father, we delight in you. Your righteousness is everlasting. Thank you for who you are. Oh, we've got so much to give thanks for. We've got so much to press in and, and be grateful for what you are doing and father we just want to bask in you we just want to see things through your eyes and forgive us when we are looking at the mountain forgive us when we are trying to find the solution of how to overcome the storm instead of looking into the eyes of yeshua may we be fixed on you yeshua today may our eyes be fixed on you. May our hearts be united, connected with you. May there be a mighty outpouring within our lives today. What are you going through? What are you facing? Are you, are you feeling the pain of what's going on in your communities right now? Are you feeling the pain of injustice that's happening around us on an ongoing basis? Father, we call on your name. We ask for your righteousness to shine. What a privilege it is to be found in you. We worship you. We worship you. So, Father, help us remove selfishness. Help us get these things out the road so we can truly focus on who you are. It says in Psalm 119, uh, verse 32, Turn to me and have mercy on me as you always do to those who love your name. 
So if the devil's telling you, you know what you've gone through, you can't turn to Yehovah, you can't turn to God because of the things you've done. Let me tell you something. When Yeshua died, he paid the price. He made a way for you to be restored. And, you know, some religious people will say, well, you know, yeah, you're restored. That's got you into salvation. But, you know, you've got to... You've got to get it right all the time. Listen, every single day you're going to fail. We are going to fail. And one thing we must never forget is the importance of repentance before the Father. It doesn't matter if you're a leader, a spiritual elder, or you know, you've been in the faith for a long time. If you ever lose connection with repentance, you're setting yourself up for the fall. If you ever lose connection with repentance, you're setting yourself up for the fall. We've got to confess our sins before Yahovah. We've got to come to the place where we say, you know, we can't live this life on our own. We need you, Yeshua. And we fall over sometimes. And if you're falling over right now, I just want to proclaim, get up in Yeshua's name. Get up. Turn to me and have mercy on me as you always do to those who love your name. This is not the New Testament I'm reading from. This is the book of Psalms I'm reading from. This is the promises that we see in the Torah. This is the God that we serve. He is an amazing Elohim. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for every person that's watching. Father, I thank you that you are joining us together in a community to proclaim your word, to be encouraged, to be strengthened in the spirit. And we just want to proclaim that we love you and we need you. Oh, hallelujah. I'm blessed. Welcome, Shelley, in Australia. We've got Jerry in Boston. Welcome. We've got uh, Christy joining us as well in Texas. Is that right, Christy? Did I get that wrong? No, I think it's Texas, isn't it? <laughs> We've got D. Welcome, D. Good to see you. <clears throat> I'm trying to think what state you're in, D. Next to Texas. No, California. You in California, D? <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. <laughs> hey, it's a blessing to press in in the spirit. We've got uh, Shalom uh, Kuraya. Welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Joseph in South Carolina. Man, I wasn't scrolling. We've got John in um, uh, Toronto, uh, Kansas. Welcome, John. Blessings to you. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, Father. Well, let's press in. So we're in Psalm 119, and uh, we're just talking about the importance of uh, turning to Yehovah. Those who love your name, those who uh, have your name. You know, we don't just love the name. We not love the name because his name is sealed within our hearts. We belong to him. Hallelujah. So what have we been talking on? What if the mountains don't move? How are you going to respond? What are you going to do? Have you ever been in the place of deferred hope we we shared yesterday from proverbs hope deferred makes the heart sick but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life and in psalm 119 133 it says direct my footsteps according to your word oh here's a key that we need to get hold of tonight here's an encouragement yes you've got that mountain before you but stop analyzing things from the basis of what the mountain looks like and start looking at the mountain and then look at Yehovah is and look at the comparison there is no comparison you know we can turn mountains into speed bumps and I'm not joking we can turn mountains into speed bumps you know, when we have our perspective right, when we recognize who he is. Thank you, Father. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Hallelujah. So these are key things. You want to see the word manifesting within your life. The more the word shines upon who we are, the more we recognize that our righteousness is, is but filthy rags. We need the righteousness of Yeshua. Redeem me from the oppression of men that I may obey your precepts. 
redeem me from the oppression of man. Listen, if you spend your time around negative people, you know, it, it doesn't take long before you start getting pulled down with their negativity. Let's be those who are speaking forth the word, speaking encouragement. Hallelujah. Let's be those that people want to spend time with, that people want to be around us, because we are proclaiming the word of Yehovah for such a time as this, that we are recognizing the importance of who he is. Hallelujah. So, anyway, I want to turn uh, to Romans chapter 15. It's what we shared a couple of days ago, and it's so important, and I want this to be a focus of what we are doing continually on a daily basis this week. Because remember, I gave you homework on uh, Romans chapter 15 uh, a couple of days back to read it, to meditate on it, and just to, to see the Scripture established within our lives. Verse 1, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not please ourselves. You know, if you are strong, you know, we have got to come to the place where we will operate in a way so those who are weak <coughs> will see examples of how to walk in strength. And not just how we walk, but it's not about, you know, what we say it's about what we do so how do we apply the faith that the father is giving us to minister to those who are weak to minister to those who are struggling in their faith and we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word so come on we've got to get to that place where we're not just listening to uh, teaching of the word but we've got to get to that place where we are meditating on the word get hold of the word and start chewing it over and over press into the word enjoy every aspect of the word hallelujah tanya shares deuteronomy chapter 6 13 you shall fear yahovah your elohim and you shall serve him and you shall sw swear by his name amen Hallelujah. The fear of Yehovah is vitally important in our faith walk. You know, you've got to recognize, why, why do people sin so much? Why, why do, you know, if you're continually falling over in sin, it's because you don't have the revelation that God is with you, that he is here. You know, if you just keep sinning, you keep falling over, you keep doing things that are evil, you have not got the revelation of the presence of Yahovah that he is with you right now. Hallelujah. So, where are we at? For verse 3 of Romans 15, for even Messiah did not please himself. That's the example that we are have to we have to follow. But as it is written, the insults of those who insulted you have fallen on me. He's he's standing in the gap for us. He's taking the heat for you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He didn't just leave them in the flames on their own. And th this is so important when we see what happens in the midst of the fire. Why did Yeshua show up? Maybe it's because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in the midst of the flames seeing and experienced the miracle of being, uh, you know, protected against the elements of the flames. But just maybe like Peter, they were starting to look around at what was going on and the fourth man showed up within the fire. Let me tell you something. If you will meditate on the word, if you will stand on the word, if you will apply the word of Yehovah to your life, if you say, God, I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to see your promises fulfilled within my life. Then you're going to see Yeshua show up when things get tough, when things get difficult. Yeshua will show up. He is here. He's here right now. What do you need? Are you in a place where you need deliverance? Are you in a place where you you feel like you're under so much attack you can't take it? I just want to speak supernatural protection by the Spirit of Yehovah over every one of your lives right now. Supernatural. You're not called to live in fear. You're called to live in love and we come against the spirit of fear right now in yeshua's name thank you father i want you to turn in the scriptures to romans chapter 12 let's go to romans chapter 12 
We love, no, it's not Romans chapter 12. What am I saying? Hebrews chapter 12. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a drink of water. Hebrews chapter 12. Therefore, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So we have Yeshua. He shows up in the midst of the flames with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We have uh, the, the testimony of, of Peter walking on water. And he had to fix his eyes on Yeshua. We have got to fix our eyes on Yeshua. And, you know, in Romans chapter 15, what's it saying? It's saying the importance of being a testimony and being a support to those who are weak so we can walk on this journey together. You are not alone. Someone needs to hear that tonight, today. You're not alone. If God be for you, who can be against you? Who can separate you from his love? Just you and God's enough. But let me tell you something. The Father wants us to have holy convocations. He wants us to come together. And that's just on the, the holy days. But let's come together even more. Why? To be an encouragement to each other. That we can see his love, his joy, and his truth manifest within our lives. Oh, we've got to get to the place where we stop focusing on the negative and we start disciplining our lives. You know, take notes. You know, I was playing table tennis. I play table tennis as much as possible with uh, Hannah and uh, my father-in-law and Haley. But she's, she's suffering at the moment. She's got an injury from tennis. We're praying for her to be supernaturally healed uh, with her ankle. So she's she's out of commission right now. But anyway, Hannah and I are playing table tennis. And what I love about table tennis is you learn the habits of the, your um, um, <laughs> opposition. And, you know, there's one little spot that if I continually hit to that place, even though I tell Hannah, you know, you've got to guard that area. You've got to guard that area. How is it I can keep breaking through? How is it I can keep winning points in that spot but what's it going to take for us to get to the place where we realize the areas within our life that are weak so instead of being condemned and and saying this is the area where i'm weak how do we speak strength over the areas of weakness how do we speak strength so we want to be those who speak strength and here we have the word in verse 1 of hebrews chapter 12 we are surrounded by uh, a great cloud of witnesses. But the first word is therefore. What's therefore, therefore? It's therefore Hebrews chapter 11, which is what? It's the hall of faith. It's the heroes of the faith. Those who have gone before us as we read their testimonies, we can rejoice. And Abraham's testimony is so amazing. You know, I love his testimony and I love what he says in verse 9 of Hebrews chapter 11. By faith he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob who were heirs with him for the same promise. Three generations lived in tents and they had the financial ability to live in houses, but they lived in tents. Why? For he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is Elohim. This is why I'm not into modern day Zionism. I'm into biblical Zionism. Why is that? Because I'm looking for a city. Yeah, I'm looking for a city whose foundation and architect and builder is Elohim. I'm not looking for democracy. I might be a citizen, I might be uh, Israeli, and that's who I am. And, you know, I pray for my nation, and, and I love this nation. I'm also Scottish, I love Scotland. I nearly said I love Britain, but <laughs> being Scottish, that'd be breaking one of the Scottish commandments. No, we love the UK, we love being British, and we also love being Israeli. And we want to be a blessing to the nation of Israel. But it doesn't matter what country we are from. 
We want to live as aliens. You know, we're not going to settle down. And here's the problem with what so many of us do. We start building our kingdom, building our world, and our focus is not building for the purpose of expanding his kingdom on earth. Hallelujah if you have homes. Hallelujah if you have uh, assets and all those different things. That That's great. And I'm not telling you you don't need to have those things. But I want to ask you a question. Have you accumulated for the purpose of self that everything is so built up that it's just all about you? What is your plan with what the Father has given you concerning his kingdom? Are we outgiving from a kingdom perspective or are we just tipping Yehovah? Are, are, we, are we living this life with an eternal perspective? Do you understand how to store up in the heavenly realm where thief and rust cannot destroy? Do we believe the word? Do we believe the scripture? Are we those who are pressing in, shaping our lives for the purpose of serving the king? Anyway, Haley and I have been married uh, for 28 years this year. It'll be hallelujah in November and uh, 1992. I think that's 28 years. Yeah. And, you know, when we got married, you know, this is what I said to my wife. I said, listen, if you marry, if you marry me, I want you to know that we will have a life that's on the road, a life that is all about kingdom building and, you know, I've just got to make sure you're happy with that because this is the journey and the calling that's on my life. And if you are called to be one with me, this is how we will live. You know, we will have homes and places from time to time, but we will be those who will go. If the cloud moves, we're going to move. If the Father says go, we're going to go. We're going to fulfill the purposes of Yehovah. So in our wedding what type of gifts did we get for wedding gifts? We had people giving us suitcases and everything to do with travel. At our wedding, they were sending us out. Go and make disciples of the nations. We'll equip you with what you need to make disciples of the nations. And the Father, he wants to bless us, but he doesn't want us to bless us to create stagnant ponds. He wants to bless us to be a blessing. So are we applying ourselves to be a blessing? Yeshua, he showed up in the midst of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We see the testimonies of the heroes of faith who showed what it was like to endure in the midst of, you know, evil. They were surrounded by tough times. They were surrounded by, uh, you know, evil kingdoms and rulers. And the Father did a mighty work through every single one of their lives. That's why they are in the hall of faith. Hallelujah. Three generations would not set up home. When we came to Israel, you know, this was, you know, yes, we're walking into the inheritance that the Father has for us in the land, and we will see that. But we're not going to see that by hoarding. We're only going to see that by sowing into this land, sowing into the communities that the Father has us here in the land of Israel. So we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Why? To encourage us. So it's not that we've got, you know, uh, you know, your, your granny, your aunts and your uncles and those who've passed away before you. Um, you know, they're not just sitting up in a cloud looking down on you. What does it mean that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses? It means that the promises and the, and the words that they proclaimed, and this is not just from those in Scripture, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, you know, from the book of Acts and going through for those who are walking in Yehovah. We should leave a legacy of the Spirit the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. So this great cloud of witnesses is their testimony. It's their declaration. It's more than that. It's their life. It's their walk. And we can look at them and we can learn from them by faith. What did Noah do when warned about things not yet seen? In holy fear, he built an ark to save his family. By his faith, 
he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. 120 years he preached repentance, calling the people, turn to Yahovah, save your lives. God's going to destroy the world because of the evil. He preached righteousness. He was a preacher of righteousness in the midst of evil all around him. The evil was so bad that the Father took out every person on the planet apart from Noah and his family. Wow. What extent will he go to to see his kingdom come and his will done? Yeshua has come and paid the price and we can read the scriptures and see the blessing of what is in the word and how important the word is to our faith walk, to our journey. Hallelujah. What does it say? We're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Why? You know, why do we need to do it? Because we want to follow in the steps of those who've gone before us. We want, to, we want to be also those of great faith. We want to be preachers and teachers of righteousness. Hallelujah. We want to be those who are not building up our wealth in this world. But we are saying, Father, how do we apply what you have given us to make a difference in the kingdom? You know, we have got to get spiritually fit to make a difference for the kingdom. There's nothing more amazing than hearing the testimonies of lives that are transformed, people who are healed, marriages restored. Oh, just how the Father rescues people and brings transformation. When you start hearing the testimonies of how the glory of Yehovah is manifesting, man, I tell you, it just makes you turn to Yehovah and worship Him. It's amazing. It's not about, you know, we, you know, what we need for ourselves. We are called to make Yeshua famous to this generation. Let's make him known. Get rid of the sin that so easily entangles. Why? Because if you are entangled in sin that's so easily entangled, doesn't take much, you know. You know, you ever walk through those um uh you know, what what are those uh um sticky uh try to think of the name of it but anyway you walk through it, it sticks to your clothes and it gets all over you and you've got these little balls all over you and uh you've got to pick them all off your uh your clothes you know that's what sin is like it just you know you walk through it you brush through something it sticks to you and it starts entangling you it starts uh, causing you not to move forward so we need to get rid of the sin that easily entangled us let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. You know, and sometimes that means you've got to run up the hills. The other day I was I met one of my neighbors in uh, Casaria. Guess what? He's from Scotland. And, um, you know, I was just talking to him and he's, he's a runner. We're talking about running. And, and he ran uh, the half marathon in Danoon in Scotland, where I come from. And he said, man, everyone, everyone wants to run the marathon in Danun. I said, well, why is that? He said, because it's so hilly and it's so challenging. And, you know, we are born to conquer. You know, you don't see your dog wait, waking up and saying, hey, how do I climb Mount Everest? No, well, my dog likes to go on long walks, man. He's on a mission. But, you know, humans, we are made in the image of Yehovah. You know, we, we want to conquer. We want to overcome. We're created to worship the Father. And if we are not worshiping Him, we'll be worshiping, you know, something else or someone else. Other gods before us. And we want to uh, run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And don't be afraid of the hills. Don't be afraid of the mountains. What if the mountain won't be moved? Well, you need to get spiritually fit so that those mountains are nothing in the sight of Yehovah, that we will have the ability to overcome in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Let us fix our eyes on Yeshua, the offer and perfecter of our faith. Oh, don't you love that? The offer and perfecter of our faith. He has given us the ingredients of faith. <laughs> yes, 
you were just thinking, well, I wish I had faith like that. Let me tell you something. You do. You have faith just like that. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of Yehovah. Man shall not live on bread alone. We need to partake of the spiritual food. That's what's going to build your faith. We need to be built up. But if we just take the word of Yehovah and we just become fat and we don't start applying it, we don't start using it, then we're just going to get all flabby in our spiritual walk. Yes, you might have all the words, you might have all the right things to say, but if you don't know how to apply your faith, you're going to see all the signs that you've had plenty to eat, but you're not going to be the lean machine that the Father has called you to be. And that's why it's important, even as we are pursuing in the spiritual realm, it's important how we take care of our bodies. It's important that we work out. It's important that we are keeping ourselves fit, that we are disciplining ourselves in the flesh as well as in the spirit. And some people say, well, you know, oh, I'm just going to focus on the spirit. But maybe we've got bad habits in the flesh. Maybe we're eating the wrong things and it's wearing you out and pressing you down. You know, how many people do we know that are comfort eaters from the place of depression? You know, when you start getting the life of the Spirit in you and you start living a life where you're fasting and praying and pressing forward, when was the last time you fasted? We talked about fasting the other week and a number of you uh, that uh, connect each day fasted and had incredible transformation. The testimonies were amazing of what the Father was doing in your life in those times. But just remember, it's not a one-off moment. We're called to live a lifestyle of fasting. Hallelujah. A lifestyle of fasting and prayer, bringing a request before the Father. So fix your eyes on Yeshua. He is the offer and perfecter of your faith. You can get there. You can do it. The Holy Spirit wants to enable you to be effective, effective in faith. And what's Yeshua? He is the perfecter. He will bring it to perfection. And the only way we are going to get to the place of perfection is if we stop living in the place of isolation. We need each other on this journey. You can't do it on your own. We're not called to, you know, uh, live this spiritual life on our own. You might have been hurt by uh, other believers. You might be let down, disappointed. You might even have, you know, problems within your life towards others. Anger, resentfulness, hatred, hopelessness because of what man has done, even other believers. But when we go back and study the Word, we recognize that we need each other. We need to be surrounded by other believers. You know? Are you surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses? Are we surrounded by each other to such a place where we can be an encouragement to each other? Hallelujah. We have got to build ourselves up in the most holy faith. Thank you, Father. We thank you for the confidence that we have within your word, that your word is true. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Consequently, faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Messiah. <laughs> Faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Messiah. Come on. We've got to get to that place where we recognize who he is, that we will rise up in victory. Do you want to partake from the table of Yehovah? Psalm 23, he, pre he prepares a table for us. Just turn there one second. Psalm 23. Psalm 23, okay. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, 
He wants us walking together. He wants us in unity. One will send a thousand to fly to ten thousand. What a blessing it is to be together. Welcome, Russell. I don't know if I got to say hello to you earlier. Shalom, shalom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe I did say hello. I can't remember. But anyway, good to see you, brother. Verse 5 of Psalm 23. You prepare a table... It doesn't say full stop, but it says before me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> Why does he do that? You know, come away with Yahovah. Let's just come to a place where we can be set aside. <laughs> but no, he's preparing a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Why? Because his name is great. He is faithful. He's not called you to live your life out in the place of isolation. And listen, you might be in a place where you can't get out. You know, you can't go and fellowship. You might have restrictions, health issues, or for whatever reason. But we are called to fellowship with others. We need to connect. We need to take the time to interact with others in the faith. So that if you're in a place where you need help, <clears throat> and you need the saints to stand in the gap and pray for you, who are you going to call? How are we going to connect with the body of Messiah? Let's be connected. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We've got uh, Sandra. Welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us today in Iowa. I seek to find those who believe in Elohim of the Bible in the area I live. Well, I'm telling you, the Father's going to open doors. He's going to make a way to connect with others. And we just proclaim divine appointments by the Spirit for all of us. Father, send forth your workers into the harvest field. Let us work in the joy of the, the labor of the harvest. There's nothing more amazing than getting out there and ministering and seeing fruitfulness in this harvest season that's what season we're living in it's time to be about the works of the spirit today hallelujah consider him who endured such opposition from sinful man so that you will not grow weary and lose heart we can stand in the gap for each other but even in the midst of all of the things that you are going through, the Messiah is saying he endured opposition from sinful men so that we may not grow weary or lose heart. He's standing in the gap for you. So if you're losing heart, if you feel like, like you know, you're faithless, if you feel like you're discouraged, if you're... Oh, Father, the mountain isn't moving. I'm speaking to the mountain and it's not moving. Oh, well, don't just sit down and curl up in a ball. Oh, God, you know, I wanted to serve you. I wanted to live my life for you, but there was this mountain in the way. Rise up in Yeshua's name. Let's be spiritually strong. Let's overcome. Let's be an encouragement to each other. You know, when I was running that marathon in uh, Danoon in Scotland, up and down all the mountains and all the hills. Man, I, I tell you, I loved it. I was, you know, probably 14, 13, 14 years old. I was on fire. I ran every single day. Man, I was as fit as you could imagine. Anyway, I'm running like crazy. I come down to the stadium. I'm coming over the threshold of the stadium, and I think that's where the finish line is. This is my first half marathon. I didn't know that we had to physically run around the stadium. And I used all my energy just to get in the gates of the stadium thinking and that was the finish line and I come up to the entrance of the stadium I'm using all my strength I'm running this fast I can't wait to get this good time of how fast uh, officials are saying this way this way I'm like this way I just want to fall on the ground. <laughs> I'm done. But anyways, I start running in the stadium. All the people are in the, uh, the, the, the seats, the tiered seats in the stadium. They're all clapping. They're going, yeah, come on. 
come on. And there I was in that place where I thought I had nothing else to give. I, you know, I, I, how am I going to break through? And all of a sudden, the crowd just starts rising up. This crowd is cheering for every one of the runners. They're saying, come on, come on, you can do it. Run, run, come on, you can do it. And, you know, from being in a place where you have no strength and no ability, all of a sudden you rise up. And it's like that cloud of witnesses. They're testifying. You can do it. Come on, we're rooting for you. Let's get round the stadium. Let's get that good time in for the run. When it comes to the kingdom, let's be those who are encouraging. Let's be those who are supporting and pressing in for kingdom purposes. How do we reshape our lives? You know, I don't make any apology that I live by faith and walk by the Spirit. You know, I don't make any apology, even when we got married to, to Haley, that our wedding gifts are suitcases and, and things for travel. Hallelujah. Let's serve. Let's give our lives for the purpose of the king. So many people are just trying to build all their assets together to get to the end, to retire, to enjoy it. Listen, we are called to leave uh, an inheritance to our children and our children's children. Yes, the Father wants to bless us to leave an inheritance. But we're also called to build the kingdom. We're also called to rise up and do what the Father has called us to do. Anyway, I think we're way over time here right now. It's, you know, But, you know, it's time to pray. It's time to press in. It's time to ask the Father, do we have our priorities right? When it comes to working out and it comes to exercise, you know, your body's got so many excuses. And, and going the first time is the hardest time. Then when you go the first time, you have all the aches and pains. Then going the second time, oh, your body's got all these excuses. Oh, you can't go running now. Just look at how sore you are from yesterday. But press on. Press through. As you start to press through, there comes a time where the joy is restored and the exercise. The joy is restored and the activity. And this is what we've got to do in our faith. We've got to start applying our faith ministering to the needs of others, prophesying, proclaiming, walking in the Spirit, and looking at ways on how we are meant to serve the King in this generation. So what's the Father saying to you? What's He speaking to you? What is He calling you to do? Maybe today is the day where you take account of your life, you take account of your journey. Are you in the right place? Oh, the mountain's not moving. Maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're going the wrong way. Maybe you've got to climb that mountain. You need to inquire of the Father and find out what He is saying to you. Yeshua is the perfecter. He is going to work you and bring you through to victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to go back to Psalm 119 just uh, in closing. Maybe I've got the uh, Psalm 119. I just want to read the scripture that we started with today. And it's this. Direct my footsteps according to your word. And that, that's, that's the promise today that the Father wants you to get hold of. That we will cry out and say, Father, will you direct my footsteps in accordance with your word. I want to live for you. Yeshua, you died for me. I want to live for you. How are you living for him? If you're miserable and you're going through the same problems, if you're going through the same problems for 10 years, going through the same problems for decades, then wake up. It's time for a lifestyle change. Wake up. Stop living the same old life and start living by the Spirit. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Father, I want to purify myself to run this race. I want to align myself for victory. <laughs> Lord, direct our footsteps. Yeah, Russell, you know, one of the things we need to see from this scripture 
is its footsteps. It's one step at a time. You want to overcome, you feel like you've got such a mountain before you, then the Father says one step at a time you're going to have victory. One step at a time you're going to overcome, but you've got to take that step forward. And so many people back off, step away from the Word of God, from the truth of the Scripture. They create so many bad habits that really when we come to the place of of the Word and fellowship together, are we really living the life? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with lukewarm Christianity. I'm fed up. Uh, God's fed up. He said, I'd rather spew you out my mouth. Either be cold or hot, but don't be lukewarm. Don't be in between the two. Make a decision. Who are you going to live for? Are you going to live for the king? If you're going to live for the king, you're going to start to see testimonies and victory and overcoming in your life. And you can be part of that great cloud of witnesses that people will look to you and they will hear the cheer that you are bringing into their life so that they can walk in victory. You know, let me tell you something. I didn't want to broadcast tonight. I didn't want to share tonight. And we're talking about endurance. And and it's not because I'm, I'm not down, I'm not discouraged I've just been pouring out so much all day. I've just been sowing out so much all day. And sometimes you come to the place where you think, I just don't have anything to give. And when we come on and do these devotional times, I just want to give. And even though, you know, we talked about the first night where I'm even writing, I'm not going to broadcast, see you all tomorrow, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm here, I'm praying, I've got everything set up, ready to broadcast tonight. And then I just said, you know, I'm not going to broadcast tonight. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to bed and have some sleep. And I walked away, I went up and, <laughs> you know what I did? I went up into the kitchen and I took the trash out. I said, let's get the trash out. I don't need the trash left in the house all night. <laughs> and then I realized, you know what? Flesh, get out. <laughs> this is time for the Spirit. This is time for us to come in the Word. And this might be a word for, for someone. You know, how long are you going to let the trash sit in your house? In the natural. How long are you going to let the flesh, the trash of the things of the flesh? You know, what type of trash do we have when it comes to the things of the Spirit? Are you watching trash on television? Are you meditating on trash? Are you meditating on rubbish all around you? Or are you pursuing Yahovah? Are you cleaning yourself up in the spirit? Or are you just sitting in your own filth? What's it going to take to rise up? It's going to take determination. It's going to take the ability to go the extra mile. What's the Father doing? He is raising up his army. He's raising up his people. And when you're in training for the army, sometimes you have to stay up all night. Sometimes you've got to push through. Sometimes you've got to carry weights on your back and you've got to run. You've got to go. But let me tell you something. We're in the body of Messiah and in the place of boot camp, you're not on your own. We're a team. We're together. We're pressing forward for the purpose of his kingdom. So let's rise up. Don't be lukewarm. Make a decision. Who are you going to follow? Are you going to walk in his ways? Are you going to walk in truth? Then this is my encouragement. Don't jump up and go, wah, just all out for Yeshua. No, step by step. Allow him to establish faith. Allow him to establish who he is within your life so that when you go out, you go out in his name. And it doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You know, we might get to a place where maybe next week I'll take a week off and we won't broadcast for a week. But this week, I just believe the Holy Spirit is teaching us. He's teaching me. He's saying, I know what you've got in you. I know what I've given you. You know, I'm not burnt out. You know, I wake up in the morning, I'll have an extra bit of sleep, and I'll wake up and I might take a, 
a nap in the afternoon as well. I'm not burnt out. But, you know, just sometimes we get tired. We all get tired. Sometimes we just don't feel like it. And it's not about what we feel. It's about what he says. And I want to honor the Father in the presence of Yehovah. I want to be faithful to his call. I want to give. And sometimes we've got to give beyond what we think is our natural ability. We've just got to pour out. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes to endure. That's what it takes to get through. Come on, get up early. If you're up late, don't get up early. Don't cut, burn the candle at both ends. But I love to be up early. I love to get in the habit of being up at 4 or 5 in the morning. I don't do that right now because it's 2.30 in the morning, 2.40 in the morning right now. So, you know, I'm going to sleep in till 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. But set the disciplines within your life. You know, I'm in a season right now where it's about the nights and the times and the evenings and the word. But when I get up in the morning, I'm still in his presence. I'm still in the word. I'm still spending time before his throne. But if you've got to create discipline and establish the rule of his word within your life, then have a set time. This is a time where I'm coming aside with you, Father. And every day, meet him there and be in that place and establish disciplines within your life to know him more and you'll see transformation as we start to apply the word in our lives and through our lives hallelujah hope you've been blessed and encouraged as we proclaim the kingdom of Yehovah we have been born for such a time as this Brandon good to see you in Ohio <laughs> Coming in a little late there, or maybe you've been there. I didn't recognize uh, your uh, shout-out from Ohio. Blessings. Um, hallelujah. Be encouraged with the word. Jerry says, I preached Yeshua and the kingdom of Yahovah to a Muslim today, and he was cordial and receptive, not bitter and rejecting my words. We'll see what happens next time I speak with him. Hallelujah. Praise Yehovah. Hallelujah. Let's be a witness. Tanya, good to see you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining. It's a blessing that we can come together as a global community and just share in the word. And let's be evangelists. Take this word, and I encourage you, share it with others. Plant seeds of life into the hearts of others. Let's be an encouragement to others and share our faith to make a difference for his kingdom. All right, if you've got prayer requests, I'll just give you my email. It's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. There it's there. Um, so just email me. I want to hear your testimonies, encouragement. Uh, just let us know that you are tuning in and what the Father is doing within your life. We've got um, Korea. Uh, she is in England. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. It's great to have you here with us. And it's a blessing, you know, as we see people being added to us every day. And there's many people watching behind the scenes, and that's okay. You don't have to shout out and say where you're from just in your own time. But just know we want to pray for you. We want to stand in the gap for you. If you want us to phone you and talk with you and share with you, we didn't do any phone calls today, but um, a few times a week we try to take time out uh, to phone and be an encouragement to others. If you're going through things, you need prayer, then just email me your phone number at kenny at bulldozerfaith.com and we will connect with you. Um, I'll just send you a link. Um, to our website at bulldozerfaith.com if you want to sow into the ministry and be part of our community and the things that we do we've got in the shelter of his wings and we are raising up resources right now for ministering to domestic violence and abuse those who are suffering in those areas and we're putting our structures together and you know before we launch we've got to get to a financial position of how we are doing this that we can take care of the needs of those that we bring in because they come not just looking for a home 
some of them need clothing, they need legal help, they need counselling. Uh, and we are bringing Yeshua and we will be bringing a counselling programme on how we mentor people from domestic abuse to, to overcome and establish their lives uh, in Messiah. That's our purpose. That's what we're there for. So it's good ground to sow. You can also sow into the broadcasts and the things that we do. If you're blessed and encouraged, it's always good to sow into the sources and the places where you are blessed. And uh, we use those resources wisely for the purpose of the kingdom. And we are blessed to have the studios. We're blessed to be positioned where we are. And um, it's only because of those who support us that we can do the things that we do. We also work in business for the purpose of funding the ministry. So I'm not asking you uh, to fund what we do and we sit back. No, I'm the largest funder of Bulldozer Faith with what I do in the marketplace. That's tent making. The Father gives me opportunity in business. I'm writing contracts right now for a, uh, a deal. Uh, and it's amazing what the Father's doing, what he is opening up. And when we are blessed financially, we apply it to the kingdom. That's what we do, and that's how we live, and that's what we train others to do, to make a difference for the kingdom for such a time as this. All right, thanks for joining, and uh, look forward to catching up with you tomorrow, and shalom, shalom. Blessings. Hallelujah. <laughs>